What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Symposium Podcast, hosted by E. Wright and Rose Gold. Y'all know the vibes over here, man. This is the show where we focus on mental health and other various things. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the marathon. <laughs> yeah. Episode 102 through 104. Yes, absolutely. Mm. Why is it called the marathon? Because my man's We've been grinding. And I yeah. So you're gonna see us. You're gonna see a lot of us. Yeah. You're gonna see a lot of the same clothes. <laughs> yeah. We put in we put in work, man. Put in some work. We'll have to talk we about put it. Put in some work. Nah, y'all figure it out. Yeah. Um before the marathon, y'all gonna see some back-to-back episodes. We're gonna spread them out, but of course you're gonna see them. Mm-hmm. In episode 102. We got my man's Jake on. He's coming back to give us an update. He is now a father, so he's touching on fatherhood. Yep. He's actually been busy since yes. like, since August. He's yes. been like busy. Like a complete change. Yeah, 100%. Complete change. So in 102, we're focusing on my man. He's touching on fatherhood. Yeah. He's touching on his podcast, Don't yep. Evolve Me. Yeah. And he's talking about his battle with Crohn's disease, mm-hmm. which I'm not going to lie to y'all. I had no idea. Dia. Yeah, yeah. No, no clue. So, y'all tune into that one. In episode 103, mm-hmm. we got Tom on. And man, that is an episode. In episode 103, we are touching on how my man's got into the mental health field, mm-hmm. which surprised me. Like, yeah. really surprised <laughs> yeah. me. Yeah. Really yeah. did. Uh, y'all tune into that one. How Tom got into the mental health field. Touching on the difference between being firm versus being aggressive. Mm-hmm. And last but not least, leaving work at work. Yes. Especially because we we focus on that burnout so much. We've talked about that a few times. Extremely, so. dude. And that check that out. Shout check out to my out. man Tom, because he's like really good at that. Yes. yes. It's very impressive. Excuse me. And last but not least, mm. we got the man himself, Dr. Joseph. We have to say, doctor, you guys will see why we say that. Yes, absolutely. Put some respect. Put some respect on my man's <laughs> name. Uh, Great do- dude, man. Episode 104, Dr. Joseph, we are touching on his profession mm-hmm. as an eye doctor and what it's like to be an eye doctor, how he became such a thing. That's the most interesting part. Yeah, right? Like, that's man, it's like a full circle for man. him. For real. Shit is wild. Yeah. Um, we are also touching on not only him being a doctor, but how he's, it's not even transitioned because he's still a doctor, but how he's taken his profession and put it into the podcast world and the world of YouTube. Yes. yes. Which is like wild. He's killing it out here. Yeah. Uh, it was a grind, but you you couldn't tell because he's just, he's just winning. Right. Um, and last but not least... He does touch on something phenomenal, how mental health is intertwined with his profession, yes. which not to say that I didn't expect mental health to be involved, but like the way that the it, way is, it is, the yeah. way it is. I was yeah. like, wow. Absolutely. He definitely blew our minds. I was like, dude, you're, you're cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're really cool. <laughs> Just nerd it out. I can't lie. Yeah. But that's it. That's the marathon. Yeah. Episode 102 through 104. E, anything for the people? Man, you said enough, man. You, like you said, it's a marathon, man. Just tune in. We, we greatly appreciate it. Just keep checking us out, man. We, you, it's worth it. It's worth it. I promise you. Word. Yeah. So thank y'all. Enjoy the episodes. And that being said, enjoy the show. Yep.
This is a symposium podcast with E. Wright and Romero. No, you're, you're joking. Yeah, the Wednesday before March Madness, which if I'm going to ever lose my job, like I guess it's like arguably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like okay. Don't, don't thread me with a good time. <laughs> I'm like, you know, I'm sad, but I'm going to yeah, watch yeah, all yeah, these yeah. basketball games. Right, right. <laughs> All right. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Symposium Podcast. On the other side of the chair, way over there, let the people know who you are. Sir. What up, people? Um, Eric Wright, a.k.a. E. Wright, mm-hmm. back again with another episode of Symposium Podcast. I'll kick it all the way back to my man. Y'all know what it is over here, man. Rose Gold in the building. Got the things on me. Got the gold on me. Got the Hawkins on me. We'll explain that later. In the middle of the chairs. Can you remind everybody who you are, sir? I am Jake Sherman. <laughs> Welcome back, Jake. Thank you. Nice to nice to have you back. It's yeah. been a while, man. Been it, a minute. It's been what nine months? Holy shit! Has it really been that long? <laughs> it has. I was kind of surprised by that. Yeah. Okay, a lot going on. I think episode seventy-two was the episode, and I, I don't know what number this is. Holy fuck! We've come a long way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> by the way, post congrats on episode 100. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you, man. Thank it's you. A big accomplishment. Thank you, sir. Uh, in this case is it, actually 102. This is 101. Two. How's it two? Oh, man. Context clues. Yeah. <laughs> Before we get into anything else, as always, to my man, Jake, to you as well, and to the people, we're too far. So welcome to the party. Yeah. <laughs> little, little Eric Clinks. We'll get it. You got it. Cheers. How is this 101? No, how is this 102? I'm enjoying this internal debate. Huh? Here. Yeah. How is this 102? Yeah. Because. Come on, Romero. Hey, we're going to edit this out. Fuck all that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> we're going to edit this out. What is happening today? I didn't know if we were still going to do that. Why not? This is episode 102. (laughs) In case y'all wondering, (laughs) shit is great. (laughs) Just so y'all know, we are are, um, being very productive today, so we are all out of sorts, but we'll get back to it. And in case we always do. If you see a few episodes of us wearing the same clothes, don't worry about it. Oh, you will. Don't don't worry about it. (laughs) Mind your business. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> We're going to keep it moving. Yeah. But this ain't about us. This episode, Absolutely. 102, it's about my man, Jake. Jake. Hi. <laughs> I'm back. 30 episodes later. I know. I'm glad that we were able to figure that out. Yeah, finally. 30, exactly. Yeah, man. So since uh, the previous episode, or excuse me, since the last time you were on here, what's been new? What's been going on? Shit, I got a lot. Where do you start? <laughs> um, let's see it. Uh, got a daughter, baby girl, seven months yesterday. Congrats. Thank Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that's, that's a pretty big one. That's oh, a yeah. huge. <laughs> said that I, so I'm casually. Now, I am now a dad. All right. So uh, cool, that, cool, that's cool, uh, cool. pretty big. Pretty big in the mental health, you know, aspect of it. Uh, got a uh, podcast myself. Big inspiration from you guys. 
Uh, I guess this is where I plug in. I am the host of Don't Evolve Me. Ro here is a regular recurring guest. It's been a few episodes, though. I pop in every now and then. Yeah. Say some nonsense. Nice. So, new show. That's going great. We're about three months in. We're 20 episodes in. Okay. For three months, which I feel like that's a lot. What are you, uh, what are you guys uh, talking about? Yeah. So, it's more of like a casual. I like the name, by the way, because I you. feel like I know. Where yeah. that came from, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and I, I can explain a little bit too. Um, mm-hmm. So we're just a casual, I guess the way Tom described it. Who is he going to be? One hundred and one. He'll be one hundred and three. One hundred and three. Okay, so you guys will meet him later. Yeah. <laughs> um, the way he described it is just kind of like a casual nerdy talk show where we just dive into all the nerdy topics. Is this with? You and Tom do this, or just you? Or is oh, this is me guest? and like several guests. So oh, okay. I have a. Uh, Oh, so just you just it's ba- it's mainly you, but you just have guests. You just yeah. have reoccurring. Okay. I try to get as many guests as possible. Okay. Like, on top of uh, reoccurring guests like Pro nice. here, uh, Ernie comes on often. Tom's okay. been a regular guest these last couple of weeks, and I uh, do weekly uh, review episodes with TV shows that I follow. So like The Mandalorian, The Last of Us, and I have like regular guests who jump on. Nice. So I try to okay. make like a huge team of it. Yeah. Where, like it is like my show, but I try to make but, it as much as a team. Yeah. As, possible and nice. uh, i have a discord too and oh, i try to okay. jump a, a bunch of ideas and i have like friends who are like i want to do that show i want to do that show yeah and then oftentimes i get people like hey i want to be an audience member usually it's row here yeah that's the fun that's the fun <laughs> part you just say whatever you're in the background i know i'm excited to be the the audience member for the next couple episodes here yeah We'll see. We'll see. I'm going to be cheering in the background. I uh, pick my spot and see where the audio <laughs> comes in. This is good. This is nice. This sounds great. <laughs> now, on your show, uh, at least when you and I did it, yep. you and I played a game. Yes. Okay. So I was wondering can you do that with E to see how that goes? He's pitching me, though, right? Yep. He's going to okay. pitch you. But you got to explain it first. Oh, I gotta, I gotta explain. You gotta explain the I game. Gotta explain the, <laughs> I gotta explain the game. They can't just, like, can't just on, dive in. Like, and go. I have I thought, no idea what y'all talking about. I thought, <laughs> I thought you gave a little. No, he is. No, this is a surprise. So I, I have to pitch him the. I have the elevator pitch him the segment. Yes. That he's going to do then. Yes. Okay. A pitch for a pitch. I actually bumped the mic. That happens. Yeah, I do that often on my show. All right. Um, so elevator pitch. It's been a while since I did this with anyone. I think I've only done it with you. Oh, nice. So on one of our, one of the first episodes that we did, or for my first regular episode, I had Romero here pitch me three TV shows that mm-hmm. I should review on my show. Oh, that you should review? Maybe not necessarily I review on my show, but shows that I should essentially talk about or watch. Mm-hmm. You know how you like recommend shows yeah. for me to watch yeah. it's basically that right so i was trying to have him uh pitch me anime he pitched me one piece mm-hmm. as i would yeah that's the i think that's the only show you pitched me you're like i got one i only got one that so, that comes up that's like sums up all three so, so i was gonna have him pitch me three shows to watch mm-hmm. or three shows i should dive into yeah do you think you got any on top of your head? And if if you uh, if you just say the title, I'll let you know if I've seen it. Or, yeah. Or not. Um. I mean, that's kind of hard for me because I don't know what you like. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Game like, of Thrones, Last of Us, Mandalorian. I haven't watched Last of Us yet. I need to do that. Um. um okay. Uh. Let's see. Um. Mayor of Kingstown. 
Oof. Okay. Yeah. Mayor, Mayor of Kingstown, that's what yeah. it's called? Yeah. All right, pitch it to me. Um, ooh, that's tough. That's with, um, uh, what's his name? Jer- Jeremy Reiner? He played Hawkeye? Right. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Oh, damn, I can't. Oh, pitching it, that might be tough, man. Because I, I just started <laughs> as well. Um, But it's a good start. Let me, let me give you one I can pitch you. Okay. Um, fuck, what I just get done watching? Um, Man, I watch some stupid shows, though, man. I, I just watch a lot of shows. Damn, that's tough, man. Um, Because I watch so many shows, mm-hmm. and it's like... A lot of them are bullshit, but a lot of them are like it's tough to do on the spot. Yeah, it's it's very tough to do on the spot because my my mind is like bouncing around. Um, fuck, what did I just get done watching? Oh, um, have you seen uh, the bear? The bear? Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good one. Good one. The That's bear a good is a good one. Um, so it's uh it's it's the character. Uh, it gives you the same vibe as Shameless. Okay. So it's Lip. This is character. It's the Lip. Lip's character. Okay. Um, I've never seen Shameless actually. What? Yeah. Oh. There you I, go. There's, 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 a, there's another one. There's wow. a few shows that I just like. You would like Shameless. Watched. You would like Shameless. I probably would. Damn. But you know what it is, right? I have an idea. I, I know a lot of people who watch it. It's just one of those shows. That okay. So watched. those would be two that I would suggest. Okay. So first, Shameless. I'll go back to Shameless since that's okay. like older. Um, Shameless families from Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, they're basically like white trash, but like, like they're, they're, they are really big on their neighborhood and their community. And they mm-hmm. like, you know, and, um, the mom, I think the mom left, but the dad is still there, but he is useless. <laughs> Frank Gallagher, he is useless. <laughs> and the big sister basically is running the family, keeping the family together, mm-hmm. But they go through some shit, and it's it's just a bunch of like it's just wild. It's a wild show, but it's like it's tight. Like they got um, they got which she's taking care of. Her. So it's a white family, but yep. one of the siblings is the little youngest is black, and mm. they don't even know how he's like <laughs> How's he the brother. Like, yeah, okay, all right. But um, and they just take care of each other. Then the neighbors, the neighbors are crazy too. But they're like it's like a tight knit family. But they go through some shit because the the dad. He steals from him. He, you know, he mm-hmm. just he's homeless. But they took over his home because he he was just like his house. Yeah, like it's technically his house, but they won't even let him stay there. Like they oh. like, and he, but it's tight though. It's it's uh, but the sister she holds it down, man. She she's uh, she's basically doing whatever she got to do to take care of, take care of him, and then she gets in some crazy situations. They all do really. It's just like South Side of Chicago. You know what I mean? So yeah. drugs, a lot of drugs, a lot of. Drinking a lot, you know, it's just crazy. And this is more of a sitcom, right? Or is this more serialized? Oh, it's uh, yeah, it's it's more of it's a comedy. Yeah, yeah. there's there's some. Yeah, it's like a mix. It's like a good okay. mix. It's like an episodic, but like yeah, for the most part, it all comes together at the end. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Okay. absolutely. I, I enjoy those shows where it's like it comes together at the end. It's yeah. Not just episode to episode. Would you consider it a no. a dramedy? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, nice. I would okay. say dramedy. A dramedy. I would say dramedy, but. But then to fast forward, the bear. So this is unrelated. Okay. But he just plays a similar character. Oh, okay. But um, his so his uh, he's a like a master chef. Mm-hmm. But he's you know he's from I don't even know if it takes place in Chicago. It just looks like it. But his brother died, okay. and his brother had a, an Italian beef shop. shop. Okay. And so he ran it a little different. So now that his brother passed, his cousin was like taking it over but mm-hmm. he came back 
the chef came back to take it over. Oh, okay. So now it's like, um, he's used to doing shit up here. Yep. And then it's like the shit is being done down here, mm. and he's just keep clashing, and it's it's hard for him to take that in. Yeah. So essentially, the chef who ran the shop he left, and his brother. Took- he, yeah, he, he died. Okay, he died. His brother died. Yeah, yep. and then so, but now he just left him with this mess, basically. Okay. And he's trying to like fix it, fix it, you know. Uh-huh. And it's it's a lot going on, but that's a, that's a, another good one. Okay. Um, and on the spot, that's all I can think of on the spot right now. Um, yeah, I just I just started here, uh, Mayor of Kingstown, so I can't give you. That's fair. But that would be a good one to check can out I, too. Can I pitch one for you? Absolutely. Have you watched Barry? What Barry? Oh, good show. Barry. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Good I feel shit. like I have. Is it, did it just come back? Yeah, it's coming back. Uh, in like is Barry the one with the dog? With the dog? No. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. I Go mean, ahead. His dog's in it. I think. No. Never mind. I'm thinking of okay. a different one. So it's an H- HBO show. It's coming out mm-hmm. April. What's the date now? Eighth. It's coming out on Sunday. So it's either this Sunday or the, not this Sunday. It's either two Sundays from now or it's mid-April. Mm-hmm. So Barry last season. So it's about this hitman who essentially he gets by by killing people, and he wants to get out of the life, and he finds... But is it Hater? Yep, Bill Hater. Yes. yes. Yeah, Bill okay, Hader. yeah. I haven't seen it, but I do want to watch it. Okay. That's one you should watch. Yeah. Sure. yeah, yeah. It's a, it's, it's a comedy. It's like a... It's a drama it's comedy. It's a dramedy. Yeah. It's a dramedy, but yeah. it's, very, it's very high in the comedy, but there's a, some... Uh, I, Drama aspects to it. What was really cool about it is he's this hitman who works for this really shady character who is his uncle, and he find he falls in love with his acting class. Mm-hmm. And so the first episode. Oh, I'm so sorry. I did watch this. I did see this. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I definitely did because I remember he went to the acting class and he yep. was like something happened at the car. It was like outside in the car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. that's yep. yes. I, I did see this. I did okay. see this. Damn. Now I want to watch it again though because I don't remember. Have you watched all the way through? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. So it gets really crazy because like, he gets in this acting class. The whole first episode is him. He has to kill somebody in the acting class. Like, he has mm-hmm. a hit on it. And he does it, and then he takes part, and then he just falls in love with this acting class. Yes. Okay. To, okay. To get out of the hitman life and acting, but he can't get out of the hitman life. Yeah, so I did not finish. Okay. Good. And so good, the, good, first, good. Uh, the first three seasons is him trying to balance being a hitman as well as like being an established actor yeah. with all these characters. And it's just funny how everything intermixes. There's like, there's like this one episode where like he has to take out like this guy and he, he the guy he has to take out is like a yeah, karate, yeah, yeah. karate instructor. And the barrier to taking him out is his crazy, like feral daughter. Oh, Okay. I'm pretty sure they won an Emmy because of that episode. That is like the best yeah. episode because it's just. So I did start that, but I have not finished it. You oh, said yeah. it's three seasons. I definitely didn't watch three seasons. It's two seasons. Uh, definitely three seasons, and the fourth one's coming out. Okay, yeah. So I'm I'm, I'm well behind. So I will I will watch that. It's great. It's one of those ep- It's one of those shows. I I did start it. I definitely started. I don't know why I didn't finish it. I uh, convinced my uh, friend uh, Michael Schumer, who did the Last of Us review with. Me. Okay. He's like, "How are we a new show?" I'm like, "Hey, this show's coming out soon. You should watch. You should watch it because it's great. I want to talk about yeah. it." Yeah. Good shit. Good choices, gentlemen. Good thank good you. Thank choices. you. Yeah. Okay. Um, that being the game, let's move on from there. What did you get him to watch? 
<laughs> because I always <laughs> try to talk about episodes, and this motherfucker doesn't watch anything. <laughs> but see, this is why I said this is exactly why I said. It's very disappointing. I think I pitched Game of Thrones to you. We made a deal. I told you. I would watch an episode of Euphoria if you watch two episodes of One Piece. We did make that deal. So, so. I, you guys... only, I started in One Piece. But I didn't think I started in the right spot, though. I think I need to. I, did you ever get? We'll talk about it after. We'll talk about it after. But wait, did you I guys? Did, did you guys like make the deal happen? We no. actually we made a deal. Yeah, did you, you haven't watched two episodes. I, of one no, piece. I he started, one. but no. he doesn't know if he started at the right time. Yeah, um, I just didn't know. What was did you watch Euphoria? I'm in the process. You guys are horrible. Horrible. We are. <laughs> we are. We are. We are. We are. We are. <laughs> just, I want you to understand. Like we've been talking about this for three years. <laughs> yes. Three years. But it's it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. This is the final deal. One piece, euphoria. I'm just trying to get my mind ready for it. It's just too much. It is too much. It's just too much. It's a lot. But yeah. Have you watched Last of Us yet? No. Oh come on, man. That was whole nine episodes. Good luck, man. No. <laughs> wait, yeah. wait, you gonna wait thirty more episodes for? <laughs> thirty episodes later, have you watched right. any, any of the shows? No. no. I get it though. There's so much content mm-hmm. in the world. There's so much to watch. Like it's that's I, true. I consider it my job to watch this content now, just because like this is what I talk about. This is what I yeah. do for my podcast. And there's just a lot. Yeah. Like I'm trying to. I want to do like what I call SATA reviews. Ro join me with the uh, the MCU version of it. Mm-hmm. And one of the ones I want to do is Harry Potter, just because I know I want to get back into it. I want to. Talk about it. I know that there's a huge audience for that show mm-hmm. or for that franchise, and I haven't watched like these movies in years. And like, that's a whole lot of content that I have to like soak up. You know, you know what I'm gonna say. If you do Harry Potter, you know who you have to talk to. There's many people who can jump on. That's okay. True. <laughs> True. But yes, I know who you're talking to. Or talking about. No names. We don't talk about that person. <laughs> Are you? Um... Are you gonna watch the Mario movie at all, or have you already? Saw I it? have. You saw it already. Yeah, we were. So uh, almost saw it yesterday, um, but I I didn't want to back to back a movie. I just feel like it was that was too Creed? much. I did. Nice. Um, but um, at first I was deterred from watching it because I just heard bad reviews. But after a couple people watched it, it's I heard it's Creed or Mario. Mario. Yeah, Ma- Mario's yeah. weird because it's one of those like critically it's. Um, right now it's like 52 or 55% on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm. Really? And, yeah, and I was surprised by that. I'm like, because I won't go into it, but I'm like... Did you like it? I enjoyed it. I'm like, it's... I feel like it's like nostalgia, you know, like, just what you got to take. There from, was a lot of love in the movie. It's very... I thought it was a very simple movie. Like... It was straightforward. Is I have a metaphor, or I have a metaphor for it, and I want to save it for when you, when you did a review. Okay. Um, but the metaphor I would have for it is, it's like playing a, one of the newer 2D Mario games, like yeah, uh, like, a new, like the new Super Mario Bros. It's kind of just, it's very straightforward. It kind of you just go on a straight path. There's mm-hmm. not much more depth in it. I think originally when they said they were making a Mario movie, I was hoping to be more like a Super Mario 64, where you have time to like soak in the characters and soak in the world a little bit. Yeah, this movie's kind of just like, yeah, we're just gonna jump right in. We're gonna just show you this world. And they do a great job with it. The visuals are amazing. The references are all there and like made Spot with on. love. 
it could have been a lot more in depth. It could have been a little bit longer. Yeah, like it could have been a better movie, but like for all intents and purposes, it was a good to great kids movie. I, I, feel I like heard um, to describe it, and I heard just the last thing about it. I heard a funny thing. Um, who's the dude that played in the in the the real movie? Was it, is it John Leguizamo? Am I saying his name wrong? John Leguizamo. I'm pretty sure. I don't know how to say that. But yeah, he played Luigi in the original. Yeah, I heard he was mad that he wasn't the voice in this because they were <laughs> they weren't Italian, <laughs> and that's just here. That's just like internet <laughs> shit. But that's just funny to me. And that was just like, I, I guess because they weren't Italian or they weren't like didn't get depicted as Italian. I guess just give a solid nod, but, like hey, yeah. I made a movie. That's, yeah. that's awesome. That, yeah, I, I will say Chris Pratt was a weird choice. Yeah, I think he did a great job with it. Yeah, but it was like. I, the voice acting, and I actually, for the most part, enjoyed all the voice casts. I thought they did, for the most part, a pretty good job. There is one character, I don't know if it's spoiler to talk about, um, Kike's dad. Yeah, what about him? Who who plays him? I forget his name. Well, I'll just, I'll just say it, because it's going to be a few weeks after this movie. Cranky Kong. Um, the guy wasn't cranky. <laughs> like he just seemed like a normal dude. I'm like, I'm expecting like an old yeah. cranky, but like, that's the only complaint that I have for voices. <laughs> uh, mine is different. I give that movie. I, I was first. I was giving that movie like a an eleven out of ten, but then thinking about it, I do a nine. Nine out of ten. Nine out of ten. Nine out of ten. The only reason that I say a nine out of ten is because um, I think they could have found somebody better to voice Donkey Kong. You know, I don't know if you know like Seth Rogen. Doesn't it doesn't match up? But see, I had this conversation this morning with Danny G. Is like with Donkey Kong, I was expecting honestly, I was expecting somebody to to have like a like a deeper voice and a little bit of swagger. Okay, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. you know what I'm talking That'd about. That'd be funny. Yeah. But the thing is, she was like, "Yeah, but that couldn't happen because let's say if they got a black person, there would be backlash." Because <laughs> because monkey, <laughs> monkey is. And I was like, they could have had a swaggy true, white person true. though. Touche. Give makes, me, yeah, that makes sense. Give me a name. A, I agree with you, but who? Swaggy. I don't know, because I was leaning more towards like a like a funny black dude, but yeah, that would make See? sense. Mm-hmm. But um, that's probably what they thought, and they were like, "There's no way." Yeah, yeah we're hell gonna do nah. that. I didn't mind <laughs> Seth Rogen. Like at first when they cast it, I'm like, "Man, I'm just gonna hear Seth Rogen the entire time." But I felt <laughs> like it worked with this DK. If I had to choose, y'all know who Will Arnett is, right? Yeah, I would have chosen him. Like yeah. it, if I couldn't get somebody that I really wanted, I would want, I would want Will Arnett. I agree with that. That's a good choice. Yeah. So that, you should see it. It's good. Mm-hmm. It's very well, nostalgic. I plan, I plan on it. Chris Pratt, I honestly have no problem with as Mario. Yeah, I thought he did a pretty good. He job. did good. Same with Luigi. I was like, I, I have no qualms with. I mean, I just enjoyed Charlie Day any day. Um, also, Jack Black. Shout out to him. He probably had the best performance in the whole movie. I'd, I'd agree with that. I don't know. I like. I liked all the voices. I liked everybody. Toad was fucking funny. Toad was hilarious. Uh, I don't even think that was. Uh, I forget the guy's first name. Keegan. Keegan Peel. Keegan Michael Key. Yeah. Keegan. I didn't think. Uh, I knew he voiced him, but I didn't hear his voice. Whereas like uh, the other actors, I heard their voices. He was a funny Donkey Kong, but. See, yeah. That, yeah, yeah. That's what I thought he was gonna yeah. play, but turned out he was Toad. Oh, and I was okay. like. I could do either or, but it, it works. So, yeah. 
Go see it. It's it's good. Oh, I'll definitely will. Um, um I'm sorry to, to I don't want I wanted to jump back. Reviews aside. Yeah. You mentioned just having a daughter. But we didn't like you. Just we just kind of went over that <laughs> cash, <laughs> cash, yeah, yeah, yeah. cash. We, we can get into mental. I uh, forgot you were on the show before. You yeah, that's why I was like, like. But you mentioned it before we even start recording. You said something about your daughter, and I'm just kind of like, did he have a daughter when we no. last? Saw? How is that? Like, how is fatherhood? It's a it's a lot of things. I enjoy all of it. Yeah, it's um it's a cool experience because like I had my stepson. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. I, so I do yeah. remember that. That's why I'm like, mm-hmm. he. I know he had a kid, but I don't remember if he had a daughter. But like, it, it's weird because like having your own kid, your own biological kid, yeah. is different. And it's different in a way you just don't understand. Yeah. So I remember the first day she was born, and like, or not the first day she was born, but the day we were finally able to take her home. One of the things I like noticed is driving on the way. But I was very like aware of every danger. <laughs> yeah, around. yeah. You know, like this girl, she's in a car seat. I need pr- like I was just like, all right, danger here, danger here, danger here. And like on the way home, and it was only like a five minute drive from like the hospital to my house. Mm-hmm. But like on the way here, I'm like, man, if anyone gets in the way, I have no problem. They're like. Take them out. Yeah. <laughs> and that's... It's you or me. <laughs> and that's... I mean, that goes away a little bit, you know, especially, like, the first day you're, like, you know, in protective mode. Uh, the first couple of weeks you're, like, you know, when you carry the baby, you're very, like, mm-hmm. gentle with it. After, a, you know, a few weeks, a few months, you're like, oh, okay, this baby's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I remember when my uh, sister first met her, it was a couple months, she was in the Fargo-Moorhead area. Mm. And... Um, they were, I, it was just funny because they were all like, oh man, the baby. They were like, we have gently put her in the swing. And I'm like, ah, I got it. I'm like, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, no problem. Yeah. Um, no, it's, it is great. The last, I will say the last couple of weeks. So I've been more of a stay at home dad the last couple of weeks. Mm. And it's just been, the reasons for it is unfortunate, but the, Huge benefit is I'm seeing her grow so much. Yeah. And it's just a really cool thing to see. And I'm very, I feel fortunate and lucky to see this growth. Mm-hmm. Um, she's seven months uh, as of yesterday. She's starting to crawl. She's starting to learn the world. She's starting to be, she's very observant. Um, just hilarious. She loves cat. my, my two cats. Mm. If she sees a cat, she's just like, ah, ah, yeah. ah. She's like, that's how she tells yeah. us, like, how she, like, what she wants so before she was able to crawl she would just like she would flip on her stomach she'll see a cat and just scream ah because she just <laughs> wants the cat but she's yeah. not able to get it now she's slowly she's uh army crawling it's mm. not not quick quite yet but yeah <laughs> but no it's uh it's a great feeling being a uh, being a dad feels great that's dope man how how does that cut into your uh your gaming time. Oh, gaming oh, time? Good yeah. Um, so just, is it late nights? Because you're already late night gaming, right? Yeah, late night gaming, late night uh, watching TV yeah. shows. Um, not too bad, actually. Not too bad. I would say the toddler is a little bit more because he's, um, <laughs> yeah. he's like, you know, pay attention to me. Yeah, pay attention yeah, to yeah. Let's play. Let's do this. But he's also getting into video games, too. So, oh, nice. Okay. But uh, he's very like, hey, I want to play Super Mario. Or mm-hmm. and then he gets bored of it. He's like, I want to play Mario Kart. Yeah. And he's like, I don't want to play. I just want to watch you. Yeah. Okay. So, but uh, no, baby girl, she's 
honestly a very easy content baby mm. uh, i put her on the ground she's crawling around she'll let me know when she's hungry because yeah. she'll just yell at me that's <laughs> she'll just look and go ah. yeah. I'm like, All right, you're either you know hungry you either need to go to bed or you're just upset that you're on the ground and you're not with us mm. she's very smiley like she's very very smiley yeah cute Typ- baby typically She's either really smiley or she just stone faced stares at people. Mm. Um, <laughs> at the Christmas party? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what she was uh, yesterday at my family. She was just like, you know, um, we were making uh, sausages, venison sausages. Mm-hmm. And so I had a bunch of family members um, grandmas, aunts, uncles, cousins. And a lot of faces that she just hasn't seen. Yeah. And so she'll just stare blankly at them like, what's going on and then she'll just like look at me like dad help dad help she did at the christmas party the entire time she's like dad help save me <laughs> this random person's holding me and trying to make me smile i don't want to just kind of looking around like what is going on yeah so it's funny but yeah no generally uh every time i like when i first hear there's a there's a smile and a, like a happy dance with yeah it. and so it's uh, every morning uh, she'll just like be cooing or awing or crying, and then I'll look over in her bassinet, and she's just like, ah, and then she's happily kicking away, and I'm like, it's a it's just a great feeling, like oh, where you greet with a smile every morning. Yeah. Um, unless she's unless she's asleep, then I get a stone face. Like <laughs> she's very much her mom. Like don't wake her up; she'll get mad at you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shout out to Sapphire. Uh, what was I going to ask you? So, kind of switch gears here. You mentioned being a stay-at-home father, mm-hmm. and that's due to unfortunate events. But yeah, we can dive into that if you want to. There's a whole that lot of is, that is your business. What you want to share on the pod is entirely up to you. But I'm an open book, man. You know me. I want to focus on what you what you and I were talking about. What you said to me earlier okay. that your philosophy has changed. Mm, when yep. it comes to, to life. Can you touch on that? Yeah. So there's a lot of context I have to get into, though. Whatever you decide to share, man, that's up to you. All right. First, I wanted to say I'm very, very much, uh, I'm very happy that I'm a guest and not a host. Yeah. It feels nice where I can just sit back and, you know, have the questions come my way and I don't have to worry about the conversation. Mm. Oh, I just had to draw that out. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> back uh, last week of February. So for I know our first episode we talked about uh, ADHD. Another thing that I also deal with is Crohn's disease. For those who don't know what Crohn's disease is, it's uh, basically your whole digestive system, not the whole digestive system, but is inflamed. Mm. And that causes a whole lot of complications. Um, Anywhere from right now I'm dealing with it like caker sores or sores in the mouth all the way to acid reflux, gastritis, um, pain, abdominal pain in the stomach, and then all the issues on the bottom end of things. And so I was diagnosed in January 2022, been dealing with problems for like four or five years now, finally got diagnosed. And for the most part was, I take uh, this medicine called Remicaid. And it's very similar to kind of like chemo. It's like radioactive stuff. Mm. I have to go in uh, for three hours every like four to six weeks. And I was starting January. They upped my dose. Doing great. Doing wonderful. Um, 
a lot of my symptoms went away. And then out of nowhere, woke up one morning, a lot of pain, severe pain. Ended up having to go to the hospital. They found a foreign object, which I still don't know to this day what that foreign object is. I joke that it's aliens. Ro joked that I got probed. It was a whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> whole text, whole group text. Yep. So I was out in the hospital for five days, no, four or five days. Got out next, next or that very night, the, the, day, the day I got out, ended up in pain. So I was in the hospital for two weeks. And my whole philosophy kind of changed because when I was like working, it was very much like survival mode. Mm-hmm. You know, working in the mental health facility or in the field, I mean, you probably get this working in the school. There's a lot of burnout. There's a lot yes. of energy. Yeah. And it doesn't pay the greatest. <laughs> yeah. It's um, especially with this economy, with the way inflation is. Mm-hmm. It was very much like just money wise, like one mentally being burnt out, money wise, just it's you're barely hanging in just paycheck to paycheck. Mm-hmm. And so when I got hospitalized, knowing I was going to be out for a week, I kind of was just like, all right, I am now like I'm just. I feel broke. Like I don't know how I'm gonna pay for it. I yeah. The way I describe it to Romero is, I feel like I'm circling this drain, and like survival is circling this drain, mm-hmm. worrying about going in the hole. And yeah. As soon as I yeah, was hospitalized, yeah. I fell in the hole. Yeah. My whole philosophy changed when I was in the hospital because, like, I'm in the hole now. Yeah. I am now not worried about going in the hole. I'm in the hole. Yeah. And it was, it was a relief. It sucked being in the hospital. It sucked, you know, dealing with Wait, pain. it was a relief? It was a relief not being in that cycle of going around the hall. Oh, because, okay. That daily, like, burnout, that yeah. daily. And I was watching, I was doing a lot of prep for the show. I was still working hard trying to get the podcast going. Yeah. Uh, so I was doing a lot of, like, prep, and I was doing, I was watching a lot of shows. One of the two shows I was watching, one being The Last of Us, mm-hmm. that was weekly. And the other show I was watching, I was trying to catch up on, was Star Wars Andor. Mm. And there was this theme going on between these two shows. And the big theme with this was survival was not enough. Mm-hmm. So in Last of Us, it's all about survival. And the, there's this agency called Fedra, and they're very fascist, very like um, you work hard to get as much rations, food rations as you can. And it seems like everyone's just kind of a prisoner of the moment okay. or a prisoner of this fascist regime. But like the other answer to like okay we can either do this or we can die mm. and another episode uh, the third episode it's uh the bill and frank episode it's a huge arguably one of the greatest episodes of television ever like it's a five on my rating skills that i use for don't evolve me it's a five out of five okay well, that's saying a lot yeah, yeah it's one of the greatest the, arguably one of the greatest shows of television you don't even have to watch the other episodes if you just watch that episode it's just a really beautiful story mm. And the whole point of this, that episode was like these two individuals, they're surviving, but one up, one individual, he's all about, he's a, like a, one of these na- uh, conservative survivalist conspiracy theory person. Like he's thriving in this. He's the, he's the crazy dude who has a bunker who like, he doesn't have a bunker in his show, but like, imagine a crazy dude with a bunker with all the rations and weapons. Like he's, prepared for the apocalypse mm-hmm. but you have a character like that and then you have this other character his name's frank who's all about like the you know making things more beautiful more artsy and so it's a love story between those two and his whole argument is like if we're just living to survive what's the point yeah 
And so he's like, I'm going to, he made this base out of this town. He's like, I want to fix up the other houses in our, within our like fences. We're going to make everything beautiful. We're going to make gorgeous food. We're going to plant gorgeous food. We're going to trade some of the things that we use to survive for like things like strawberry seeds so we can taste strawberries again. Mm -hmm. So that's uh, one of the themes of the sh that show is just like survival isn't good enough. We need to live for other things, other so, pleasures. So is that your new? What so? What exactly is your new philosophy? Yeah. So I'll look on life. Let me Good talk question. on Andor a little bit too, because it also plays in the whole thing. Is Andor the other show? Andor, yeah, yeah, yeah. Star Wars okay. Andor, also gotcha. a five out of five. That show is freaking amazing. It's mm -hmm. almost so good that it doesn't feel like Star Wars. Mm. It's a Star Wars show, but it's yeah. like it's so good. I'm like, this doesn't need to be a Star Wars show. So this how's just, that? How's that correlate? Yeah. So the. That correlates to because like it's that takes place during when empire is at its strongest, mm -hmm. and it shows all these different worlds where everyone's kind of just it very is reminiscent of our society where everyone's working hard but everyone's kind of suppressed. Yeah, they're working hard for a very minimal gain, and it just kind of gets in that place where like everyone is suppressed, everyone is you know essentially living under fascists, and no one's really happy. It's Mm -hmm. You know, we're just working hard to get by to the next day. And so my whole philosophy changed where it's like, I I am now in this hole. Yeah. I am now financially in this hole. I, I don't have to worry about the survival end of it. But I will get out of this hole. But if, when I get out of this hole, what am I going to do? Yeah. I really do not want to keep circling the strain. Right. And so my philosophy just kind of changed where like, okay, how do I get, how do I stop from continually surviving? Because I don't feel like it's enough. So me, I'm now trying to get out of this hole. I'm trying to figure out ways to thrive. Mm. Thrive instead of survive. Yeah, I like that. And setting up a way, because I feel like in general, you're always going to be circling that hole. But like, how do I get further away? How do I get yeah. to the point where like I'm not worried about circling the strain? I'm not. I, I can just if I take a break, if I relax, if something bad happens, mm -hmm. I have space before I fall in back in. Right. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's kind of just where my philosophy changes. Like, all right, this isn't enough anymore. I need to break this cycle. So yeah. it it took you. Um, it took you like to go through something to like finally like realize that like you you were just weird now oh, because I feel the same way actually like just yeah. trying to live to survive yeah you know what I mean so it kind of just took you through like like you going through that that yeah. that change finally like all right boom here I am yeah and like damn like uh you just it just like you see it differently now mm -hmm. me like. Man, I'm like 10 out of 10 pain in a hospital, and I'm feeling relieved because I don't have to go to my job. Yeah. Like, I got a break. Yeah. And, like, that shouldn't be a thing. Damn, yeah. Yeah. And that's the, yeah, that's just kind of the realization I came into. And then just going further into it, like, um, I ended up losing my job, too, anyway. So now I'm in the position because where Because you... Couldn't go back to work. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. we won't have to. We won't go yeah. into yeah, yeah, details. Yeah, yeah. We won't yeah. go into details, but yeah, yeah. end up losing my job, and now I'm, you know, at this point where like, okay, now I, you know, have to change. Now yeah. I have to, you know, I can't go back to where I was, and mm -hmm. it's weirdly it was like, I'm a, 
I accepted it when I when I went into the hospital that week. I was like, I accepted every possibility. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? I don't know what's worse, being in the hole or circling the hole. Right. If I can chime in, this yeah. is very interesting actually because <clears throat> this is something that I thought about with you um, when all of that stuff took place mm -hmm. because all the conversations that we've had about you know tending to Crohn's and what it was like at your previous job. Yep. And then, you know, fast forward to what has taken place uh, in recent time. I was like, all right, so what's going to happen to him next? Because mm. it just seems like he's in that cycle. Like, it's a, it's a pattern of things. Yeah. And so for you to have this change in philosophy, it, it sounds like it's exactly that. It's not only that you're trying to go from surviving to thriving. You're trying to break a cycle in a way. Yeah. So... Exactly, because this is actually the second year in a row where I lost my job. Literally the same week, the same day. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, you're, yeah. you're joking. Yeah, the Wednesday before March Madness, which if I'm going to ever lose my job, like I guess it's like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like, okay. Don't, don't thread me with a good time. <laughs> I'm like, you know, I'm sad, but I'm going to yeah, watch yeah, all yeah, these yeah. basketball games. Right, right. Oh, no. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, like... Uh, so one of the reasons why I even started this podcast with Don't Evolve Me Too is I noticed that there is a cycle. There is this thing that's going on mm -hmm. where, like, hey, between my Crohn's, which I actually would talk about this in an episode of, like, why am I doing this? Mm -hmm. So I had an episode. It was a, a mini episode that I did where I kind of, like, explained what my goal is with the show and what I'm trying to do. I noticed that there's this pattern where – Working is working with Crohn's is hard because I don't have an immune system with this medicine that I take. Oh. All right, we're back. Sorry about that, y'all. Had to had to let. Oh no! Oh, it's fine. The cup's fine. <laughs> had to let in uh, our next guest. Don't worry about who it is. You'll see him in a little bit. He's just chilling in the background right now, doing his thing. But back to you. We're, talk we we're talking about you uh, breaking the cycle, going from surviving to thriving. Oh, right. And March good. Madness. That was a good recap. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank the you. best week to get fired is uh, March Madness. Yeah. Twice in a row now. Hey, I mean, like, it is really nice because it's like, hey, I'm sad, but I'm going to now watch all these games of basketball and right. uh, enjoy myself. <laughs> Two years in a row now. But, yeah, it's uh, – notice it – it is a cycle. And so I was trying to figure out, like, how do I break the cycle? What can I do? Because I also have ADHD as well, as we talked about in the previous episode. And when you have ADHD, it's really hard to work under these people. It's just, it's hard to do a nine-to-five job. It's hard to do the same thing over and over and over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, last job was really nice because, like, every working with kids, it's always different. It's always switching it up. But it's really... It's just hard to find a job that works well because I don't, I don't remember if I explained uh, the job life with ADHD. But it's, it's just after like a year or so, it, it's hard to continue with it just because I get bored. And when I get bored, it's kind of like I'm silent quitting, but it's not silent quitting. It's just one of those, it's hard to wake up and then be motivated to do more than what is expected of you. But yeah, it's like a silent routine almost taking place. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so that. I just kind of realized with 
having ADHD, having Crohn's, um, having seen the cycle, it's like, okay, I kind of want to build my own thing where I'm the boss that I can do when I have the worst Crohn's days. And today was actually a bad Crohn's day. I woke up, I'm pretty sure someone gave me a bug. Didn't feel the greatest, but like coming here, recording, um, working on the show, it's not hard. It's something I can very much do on the worst of days. Mm. As well as with having ADHD, running my own show, running my own, what I want to do is run my own network of shows mm. with you know a team of people. That's very much something that I would love to do with new challenges every day. Yeah. Even if I get bored, I'm like, I can just make a new show, new segment, new, I can make new things. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that's one of those, the unfortunate part, it takes time. Yeah. So being thrown into the hole, it's like I can't rely on, you know, podcasting content we've been creating to get myself out of the hole. Yeah. Yeah. But long term is something I'm looking forward to do. Mm. Okay. That's what's up. Um, as much as I would love to continue this conversation, yeah. we got to wrap it up. But I think this is a good spot. So yeah, I think so. Thank you for sharing the, your your story, sir, and yeah. your new philosophy. We'll do last call. Um, you've been on the show, so you already know what last call is. So. You might need to remind me a little bit. Last call is where we give our final thoughts, basically, like reflecting on all of the conversations that have taken place in the episode. So I can kick this one off. Um, you know, for you to talk about not only having a, a, a new philosophy, but just having this mindset of instead of surviving, you want to thrive. Yeah. I think that's wonderful. And at the same time, it's hard for me to not wonder if that's, if that's something that everybody experiences as we get older. And and it's hard to say because everybody goes through life in a different way, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Usually when I talk to people who are in their 30s, something has happened to them that makes them go, oh, shit's got to change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm very happy for you, but I also wonder, I'm like, is this, a, is this a you thing? Is this a small thing? Or is this like a, I don't know, just for America, I'll say a culture thing. Because you've gone through this shit, too. Yeah, absolutely. That's why I, th- I was like, damn, when he said that, it, like, yeah. it, it, like, instantly yeah. clicked. That's why I asked, like, what, was it, like, something, like, traumatic happening or, like, yeah. you know, to, like, make you realize that? It's Tom, so have you had some shit like that happen? Oh, yeah. Okay. It's, like, almost like a midlife, midlife crisis of sorts. I, wouldn't, I don't yeah. know if I would describe it as a midlife crisis because it's more personal, but it's, I feel like, Everyone kind of deals with that moment. It's like, all right, I, I've just had enough of this shit. Mm-hmm. Like, something needs to change because I'm, I'm done. Yeah. That's about where I'm at. Uh, it seems like everybody kind of has that moment. So I guess my final thought is, I hate to say it, but have that moment. Because if you feel as though you're just going through the, through the motion, something needs to change. So have that. pay attention to it and, and have that moment. What about you, gentlemen? What do you got? I'll let you go. Um, I I mean, you said you said um, a a bunch for like just like you said, have that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess my my final thought, I wouldn't 
it, it's more not a thought. It's more so my like last, my final question to you. Um, with all that going on, like you you say, well, last two questions. You say you um, you know, like you you felt relieved. Yeah. When a you know when when that happened, um, are you still like where are you at with that now that you've had some time to kind of sit with that? Where are you at? Where Good your question. Head at with yeah. it? That was actually a good question. That's actually what I was going to touch upon. On okay. with everything happening, I feel like it would be very easy to be in a negative spot. And mm-hmm. there's definitely those days where, like, depression and anxiety of the whole situation like sinks in. But I think for the most part, I kind of look at it as more positive light. Like I'm out of that cycle. I'm at the worst end of it, but I'm out of the cycle that is making me that was making me tired. Mm-hmm. I now have to change. I now have to do something different. Okay. And the way I look at it is a closed door is also an open door. Mm. Okay. And so I'm excited for the, it, it's scary, but I'm also excited for the open door possibilities. And it, I'm excited to be, be forced to go through that change and be forced to thrive. Because mm. I don't want to just survive. I want to thrive. Yeah. I heard the title. <laughs> yes, that was, and also, I knew it was going to be something along those lines, yeah. so that's that's great. But I also uh, just having moments to spend time with my kids, see my daughter grow. Like that's awesome. I've had a lot of uh, daycare closed a lot, so I had like five, six, seven days of just being home with them. Yeah, like I'm just thankful for that. Thankful, yeah. So it's yeah. a lot of negatives, but yeah, but I you find uh, a positive in that. Yeah, I find myself being a more optimistic, positive yeah. person in that. I don't hate this experience as much as I thought I was going to. That's, that's and really my, good. My last thing from about, let's say, two to three years, where's, where's Don't Evolve Me? <laughs> I hope, uh, hope Don't Evolve Me is thriving. Okay. In two to three years, I hope uh, we have a network of shows, not just like, like one or two or three shows. And, uh, yeah, I, I hope Don't Evolve Me in two to three years is the – job the i hope it's just my career at that okay. point that's okay. that's the hope that's the hope that's the goal yeah two three years don't involve me is what i'm doing for a living okay and even if it's not being rich it's not being famous it's just something that gets me by where i you know i can live off of it that, mm-hmm. that would be the hope that's good. gotcha that's I like all it. i got yeah. man all right i think i answered my last call with your questions so okay i don't know if i have any more okay all right well, E, bring us home. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, thank you for tuning in. That was another. That was an amazing episode. Yeah, it's, it's, I really enjoy when you come on and um, yeah, and share me. your truths, man, and you know, just speak what you, you know, what you're about. Um, we like to thank Jake for coming on again. Sorry it took so long, <laughs> but um, I'm glad to see uh, that you got your stuff moving. We talked about it on the podcast and. Um, and then um, it was random. Rose is like, oh, yeah, you know Jake started his podcast. Like, what? I didn't even know. So it was pretty cool. That was cool to hear, man. So uh, thank you for coming on. Um, thank you guys for uh, tuning in, checking us out. This is episode 102. 102. That's Rose Gold. I'm E. Wright. We are the Symposium Podcast. Remember, anything that costs you your mental health is too expensive. Appreciate right? you. We out. We out.
Nice. Seventeen episodes. Man. We're one hundred and three. Yeah, man. Oh, that's what they all do.